This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Empire. The tour is giving fans new ways to immerse in golf. It's not always a scoreboard in every single position. Um, so why not give fans a way to simply use their phones, just aim the phone at the players and be able to see not only where, you know, how far they've hit the ball, but exactly where they hit the ball to and how far they have to the hole. That's Scott Gutterman, Senior Vice President of Digital Operations for the PGA Tour. Engagement in professional golf, it is growing quickly. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein. America roared past the European contingent in this year's Ryder Cup. It mirrors the technological advancement stateside where the PGA Tour unveiled a plethora of new engagement tools to see just how good these guys are. And it's only beginning as the course palette offers many opportunities to innovate. Our guest this week is the Senior Vice President of Digital Operations for the PGA Tour, Scott Gutterman, who recently showed off a ton of new tech advances in the sport, including a first-of-its-kind mobile AR experience that was occurring during the recently completed FedEx Cup playoffs. Hey, Scott, how are you? Good, good. How are you, Bram? I'm great. Um, Let's just start there. Um, I was talking to you before we started taping here that I'm from the Washington, D.C. area, which is very close to Caves Valley, which is up in Baltimore, where the penultimate event occurred for the FedEx Cup playoffs this year. And you were telling me a little bit about the experience that you unveiled there. Tell our listeners about what you did. Right. So we had a great new experience that we've actually been testing and prototyping for many years, which is we brought augmented reality uh, directly to live scoring data on the course. Um, and really what an experience where in this particular case, fans could sit around the 17th hole at Caves, take out their phone, their iPhone. We only did it on iOS. Uh, once a shot was hit, they could aim it from the tee box to the green and they could actually see the shot trail from the tee box to the green, huh. see the data uh, you know, as how far the ball was hit, be able to see how far the ball was to the hole at that point, and they could follow every shot on that hole. In addition, what they could do is they could play a game. They could play it closest to, to the pin game uh, with their friends or other people that were using the app and be able to, uh, you know, basically have a contest there and be able to see exactly where the shots were and exactly where they were hit. So this is a, a piece of technology that we've been trying to get uh, to work for our fans for, for several years since uh, AR really became a, an opportunity on phones. Uh, so we're very excited about what we had seen. So is the object here to try to gamify the live experience for fans to give them options to interact with the sport differently than they have in the past? Yeah, so the, option, the, the, the goals here really are twofold with augmented reality for us right now. Uh, one is to find a way to gamify or augment the experience while you're on site. You know, one of the, the, the challenges when you go to a, t- a tournament is that you're, you know, you're spread out on a hole that, in this case, it was a par three, or you could be on a par four or par five, and you can't really easily look up and see 
you know, how far a ball was hit because it's not always a scoreboard at every single position. Um, so why not give fans a way to simply use their phone to just aim the phone at the players and be able to see not only where, you know, how far they've hit the ball, but exactly where they hit the ball to and how far they have to the hole. So that's really, really one option. The other, op- the other one goal, the uh, second goal is to begin to use augmented reality to help us with a number of things on site. Um, you can see it being used for everything from wayfinding to knowing, you know, where your favorite player is. You know, my, my goal here eventually will be to, uh, you know, we know that your favorite player is Rory McIlroy. You arrive on site. You want to know what hole Rory is on or if he's at the driving range. And you should just be able to hold up the phone and be able to kind of have your phone help you find your way to the position or to the place that's best to uh, view Rory McIlroy. Uh, so we're very excited about what we've seen, getting augmented reality done outdoors on a uh, temporary venue is a huge challenge as you can imagine uh, because it's different from week to week. So, yeah. uh, we worked with a, a vendor by the name of Quintar um, who's been working on this with us over the last year. Uh, and so we've been, we're very excited by what we've seen. So can you take us through that process a little bit? What does it take to put something like that together? Sure. So we've actually been testing this on and off for the last five or six years in different ways. Uh, and because there is no uh, there is no fixed venue, what we have to do is really rely on two things. We rely on our own mapping, uh, where we map every, you know the entire course and every single hole. Uh, on the fairways, we're mapping the course down to a foot. On the greens, we're mapping it down to uh, a centimeter, uh, and being able to capture where the ball is every time the ball lands. And then what Quintar was able to do is they're able to take their own photography and their own mapping and kind of match those two things together. Uh, and what the key is, is for us, and, and sometimes when we've tested this in the past, is that fans have not been able to see, have the same experience no matter where they are around the hole. And what we didn't want to do is roll this out and have like a special AR position uh, on the hole, um, because that just, that just doesn't really work. We want fans no matter where they are, whether they're greenside or they're sitting in a venue near the hole, uh, or they're standing behind the tee box to be able to have this experience. And so that's what uh, we, together with Quintal, were able to accomplish so that you can use this functionality no matter where you're standing. It, it's really interesting. Um, as you guys kind of survey your fans um, through, especially over the last couple of years where doors were closed to many events and live events, what were they telling you that they wanted from the experience of going back out and being at a PGA Tour event? Well, I think fans, you know, first and foremost, I think given the circumstances we are now, fans want to know that they'll be safe at PGA Tour events. Um, you know, we're fortunate that we are outdoor events. Fans can get spread out um, and, and be safe in, in, given the circumstances of the pandemic. So I think that was always number one. I think number two was to, you know, really be able to engage with our players and be able to engage with the sport uh, in a way that they can see what's going on with their favorite players at any time. And this is really not even just the last couple of years. It's really, you know, my 16 years here at the PGA Tour, it's always been the the thing that fans want to be able to do is how do they follow their favorite player and get as much information as they can about him. And so really with our augmented reality uh, work, our golf technologies work and gathering data from the course, uh, the work we do on the boards there, we really took a look at this uh, and, and tried to find a way to have fans be able to understand what a player has accomplished every time they hit a, hit a ball. So I, I think for your sport, um, even more than others, when you add these types of technologies and these types of experiences, the palette is just so wide open um, for all of us who are, you know, in production. When you see all of that green that is there, it adds an opportunity that is there for you all to create and use um, in many different ways. 
And then secondarily, um, you have such a big, wide open space that there's a lot to work with as well. So as you guys think about the future, about how you want to implement some of this stuff, I can only imagine there's a trillion ideas of how you utilize all of this. How do you think about what you want to try to build for your fans? Well, really, we, we try to build, look at building for our fans. We're looking at two different scenarios. We're looking for you know fans that are at venue and fans that are at home or, or somewhere else, right? So how do you experience the event? At venue, is really about providing as much information as possible in the device that they are using all the time while they're at the event, which is through our PJ Tour app, you know, through the data that we provide through our PJ Tour app. And what we do in the app even now is we have a separate experience that kind of comes to life when it knows that you're on site. Um, it gives you live maps so you can look around, you know, see who's moving around the course and where they are. Uh, it'll give you access uh, sometimes to special venues. It'll direct you to certain venues. Uh, it'll present you with certain points of view that allow you to easily find your player and where that player is and how they're competing across the course. So when you're at an event, that kind of that that actually gets activated by your presence at the event. You also still get all of the the great features and functions that we have in the PGA Tour app there as well. And then really when you're not at the venue, you're not able to be at the venue, how are we entertaining fans and getting fans into the event? Uh, even with something like augmented reality, while we're talking about this happening at an event, we have in the past played with live scoring augmented, augmented reality where we actually put a green or the fairway, uh, the entire hole on a desktop or on a tabletop huh. so that it's in front of you uh, so that you may be, you know, you may be watching the telecast, um, but you want to see how Phil Mickelson is doing on a certain hole you can just bring, again, bring up your phone, look through your phone and be able to see that, um, you know, see the hole and see the scoring there on top of your, your tabletop. And in the end, I think what we're getting ready for uh, at some point, I know that, you know, Facebook's got a set of you know, the Ray-Bans glasses that they just rolled out in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. I think we are heading towards a world where you're going to see augmented reality and eyewear become a thing so that, you know, while it's great that fans are looking down at their phones and enjoying our events, what we really want is our fans looking up and enjoying our events. Uh, being able to watch. Uh, and so I think in the future, we'll be, you know, not too distant future now, we'll be looking very much at how do we augment, you know, uh, your experience through, you know, either through glasses like I'm wearing, through reading, or through, uh, 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 you know, a set of sunglasses perhaps that may be able to be uh, uh, set up to know that you're at a PJ Tour event and be able to show you things that you want to see during that event. Are you talking like virtual? I mean, the NBA has done this where they've basically put people in courtside seats in, in a virtual manner where they're sitting on their couch and, and you could put on the goggles or whatever, and you can actually literally watch a telecast where you're as close to the game as you could possibly be. Are you, are you looking at this like when Mickelson is taking that shot off the fairway um, that you have an experience where you're literally standing next to him and, and watching him do this? Wow. You know, the NBA did that. We did that here, actually, at the Players' Championship back in 2017 and 2018 with a company called Vogue VR that eventually got rolled into Intel. Well, we actually took VR cameras and created a VR experience at the 17th hole, which is the Island Green here at TPC Sawgrass yeah. uh, on the stadium course. We literally put cameras uh, in in the water around the green based on where the pin position was. And was, we're, moving that, we're moving the cameras around every day. Um, and fans at that time could watch on an Oculus, uh, 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 Oculus Rift, the, sale, the uh, Samsung Galaxy headsets. Uh, they could watch through what then was a product with Twitter, Twitter 360. So you could literally be closer to the green than anybody at the event because what your point of view was is that you were actually greenside. You were actually on the bulkhead huh. being able to look at the green there. So I think, yeah, what the NBA has done for several years, we've done it. 
uh, baseball's done some virtual reality stuff. So I think we're, I think we're heading back in that direction uh, at some point uh, where you're going to be able to do that. Certainly with the popularity of, of platforms like the Oculus Quest, um, you know, I think as, as VR and augmented reality kind of come, I, I think those two things are going to begin to come together in some ways. Uh, I think we'll begin to offer those experiences again. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Uh, let me ask you about a couple other things that, that you all are, are, have worked on and are, are out there in the marketplace. Can you talk about Torcast a little bit and tell people what Torcast is? Sure. So Torcast, if you come to the PGA Tour properties uh, and look at our leaderboards and uh, you know during a live event like the Fortinet event this week, um, you'll see that we have our kind of our Torcast product, which is a 3D representation of the golf course and every shot that's struck. So you're actually able to look at what essentially looks like a, a video game. Um, and be able to see every shot that every player has hit. Along with that, we offer all of the video uh, that goes along with the shot that's available from any player. Uh, so we're always very excited about we're very excited about the Torcast uh, opportunity, and that continues to create a virtual experience for our fans to see every single shot. Because the one thing about our sport is that you cannot, even with the, the PJ Tour Live over the top product and with our telecast, you, you still you're only getting about thirty to forty percent of all the shots hit at a PJ Tour event. So our goal is to continue to kind of grow ways for fans to see every single shot. And Torcast is one way to see those shots with all the radar data, stats that go along with every single every single shot as well. And how about Tor Pulse? You want, you want to talk about that a little bit? So sure. Tor Pulse is our product that's integrated into our mobile leaderboards. And it's a live, what I call a live data streaming product. And it allows you to look at a linear representation of the way that a, a PJ Tour Pro plays through his round. So you can see basically an update of every single shot that he takes in the hole. Uh, and this is part of our leaderboard. So it presents uh, stats, it presents uh, video, uh, presents data for all of those shots. So it kind of really gives you the context about how a player is moving through a particular course. All right, let me ask you about the players. Um, how do they feel about this, this uh, the future of the amount of statistical data that is being amassed and obviously being disseminated? Are they pushing back at all about there's a little too much of giving away the goods of what we do out here. No, no. I mean, look, it's still, it's still, you know, we actually, it isn't like in the case of like F1 or NASCAR, we're actually pulling data off of the, you know, they pull data right off the cars, So you can see the performance of the cars and kind of get a sense of the way the cars are set up. The players still, we aren't, we aren't getting yet uh, biomedical data uh, or items along those lines, but but you can analyze how a player does play every single hole in every round. Um, and I think that those the players are really excited that, that the opportunity to have additional or more data brought to them as they look at every round. And I know several of the top players use analysis of their rounds 
uh, between rounds and after an event to take a look at how they're doing. So I think they're, they're, they're all pretty excited about it. A number of our players are getting involved with companies like Whoop, which I'm actually currently wearing a Whoop band. Yeah. Um, so that they do get their biomedical data. Um, so I think the players are really beginning to continue to adopt um, ways to uh, improve their game performance, whether that's through their own personal physical data or through the data that we capture through uh, through our ShotLink system here at the tour. Yeah, you used the word, I thought it was an interesting word, yet with with uh, the, the bio data. Um, and obviously a lot of players are using wearables. And I think this was, this had to have been a couple of years ago, but I saw a clip from an event in Japan um, on their tour where they actually literally showed the heart rate of one of the players on either, you know, in, in a clutch moment with a big putt in, in some event. And I sat there and went, I think that's the future. And then I don't know if it is because does, <laughs> yeah. do players really actually want that kind of data? Even if it's interesting to me, the fan to watch, do they want that kind of data out there? Yeah. Yeah. No, I actually think they do. I think, you look at uh, uh, three great examples at uh, Whoop, and we have a partnership with Whoop, so we've done that exact thing where after an event is over or after a round is over, we'll get together with the Whoop team and we'll create features on that show up either in telecast or show up on our digital platforms that actually take their heart rates uh, from the Whoop band and actually show it against one of the bigger shots in their round. Huh. So I know, you know, certainly John Rahm, Roy McIlroy, uh, jo- uh, Justin Thomas, um, they all are now using this data. Um, sometimes you won't actually see the whoop band on them because they're wearing it up under their sleeve um, because it just depends on where they like to, to wear it. But the players are definitely getting into that and they're definitely getting into um, how does that how does that impact their game. So it's I think you're going to see more of it. I think you're going to see more of it in the telecasts. Um, and so I'm, I'm pretty excited by, uh, about the opportunity to use that data. Um, you know, I, th- this was also, this was an elephant in the room for a while. I don't think it is anymore, but I am curious just at, in your perspective of getting through a year and heading towards another year where gambling content has been ubiquitous throughout all of professional sports at this point. Um, how are you guys viewing that from your perspective of presentation to the fans and how much gambling could be integrated into the type of work that you're doing to interact with your fans? So, you know, this past year, the tour has really embraced uh, sports betting, and we've had uh, four really great official betting operator partners here. Uh, uh, PointsBet uh, uh, is one, MGM is another, um, FanDuel and DraftKings are the other two. And um, we've gone so far this year to really work very hard to incorporate odds into a lot of uh, what we do across the platform. Mm-hmm. So two places that you'll find odds. We have actually off of our main leaderboard, we have access to a, an odds driven leaderboard that actually updates as play goes around. And we work with a, the, we, we don't create those odds. Those odds come from a company called Sharplink, um, who gets them from our official betting operators. Uh, and then we also have incorporated them in Torcast. So every now and then in Torcast, you'll see a pop-up that says, these are the odds on the group that you may be following or the player that you're following in Torcast. Uh, so we're going to continue to embrace that and continue to move forward with that. I think, you know, what we've tended to do is not have those on the main scoring experiences yeah. for our platform because we believe that not you know, we know not everybody is is out there betting on on sports or betting on on the tournament. So really, it's something that you can opt into or something that's maybe a click away um, that we promote. And so I think that that's what you'll continue to see us us do. I mean, sports betting is becoming core to what uh, really is sports coverage all all throughout sports. We see what's going on with the NFL here at the start of the season. Um, and so I think that that's, 
uh, something we're going to continue to embrace and figure out how to work in appropriately for our fans. All right. Last thing for you, um, you know, we, we started with the AR experience and you kind of walked us through what it took to actually put this thing together with all the cameras and technology that is happening. And clearly this is part of the future of the PGA tour and all sports production and, and digital interaction with fan bases. Have, have things changed with the relationship with the courses where you are asking of them differently on your behalf to modernize them, um, to allow you to create the type of things that you want to create, uh, for your fan base? Well, I mean, as far as working with the courses, um, you know, the only thing that we really ask for the courses and, and that we have every year is really is, is you know, they, they always do a great job preparing for our events. Um, there's not really anything that we need the courses to do when you when you're looking at a PJ Tour event. Um, we have a large team of people that help the courses prepare for that event, set up the experiences, set up all the, you know, help with the setup of the venue in relation to you know, where venues are put in, in relation to uh, an area that may be part of competition. Um, you know, we may work with them on the, on the structures that, um, uh, uh, that go around a venue to, to, to help achieve whatever we think needs to be achieved for the fans. And so, and you can see there's a wide variety of those across the, the tour. You can look at an event like what, you know, what we had there at Caves, a great venue around 18, very open venue, but a, you know, a little bit of a stadium feel to it, which was fantastic. And I think that plays well to the excitement of the event. It's certainly an exciting finish there with Bryson and Canley. Um, and then you look at a you know a, you know a venue like a 16 a waste management Phoenix Open where I think there's maybe a hundred thousand people around that <laughs> hole all day yeah. long for four days. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a crazy number. It may not be quite that large, but it's, it's quite a bit. The happy um, the happy Gilmore weekend of every year of the PGA yeah. Tour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. such a yeah. great venue and exciting. Yeah. And that you know and you've seen that over the years. That's now that's really in golf. That's really the only fully enclosed stadium hole that we have. And that creates a whole nother environment that creates an environment where fans want to be entertained between, you know, groups and between shots. Um, and, and the tour works very closely with those events and the organizations that put them on and they do a great job for us. So it's really not so much us having to ask them to do things it's so much it's as much as it is us working together to make sure that we're first and foremost meeting what the fans want, want out of the event. Scott Gutterman is the senior vice president of digital operations of the PGA tour. As you can tell, I'm a big fan of golf. So thank you so much uh, for taking the time to share all the current technologies being utilized on the tour. Great. Thanks, Bram. Thanks for your time. On the next future sport podcast, Nikola Mirvoljevic, CEO of Strive, where data meets modern training. Specifically, I remember in 2002, we were training in the off season in the mountains and we were running hills because um, we used to go, we used to go in the mountains to train our lungs and kind of improve our overall cardio. And at that point, I remember running up the hill and be like, I, I might die today. And uh, kind of exaggerated, but uh, I was very much aware of where my body was at. And I always wish like, I wish I can communicate this to coaches. That will do it for this episode. As always, the future is now. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein.